guys doing? Subscribe, Chrome, Chrome, ICS, my heart. Bà microphone nhưng mà lự. How you doing, ICF Church? Happy? Are you happy? What? Wait, wait. We're supposed to be. Okay, we got confused. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. We're gonna change now. I'm gonna talk. Hey, I have a question for you guys. Who here has done something so bad? It's like you would never tell anyone ever what you did. Ever. ជាការដែលយើងយើងខ្លាំងខ្លាំងហើយអត់មានប្រាប់អ្នកដើម្បីទៅនេះ you know one of those big bus taxis you know? and they were leaving so I started running fast and I yelled stop stop and, and as I get to the bus, it starts to drive away. And I jump in the air. And I jump through the door. And I run past everyone. And I go all the way to the back of the bus. And I sit down. And suddenly I smell something. Ooh, what is that? And I looked down at my foot. And it's covered in dog poop. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. And then I look at the floor. And there is steps of dog poop all over the floor. And and then I look at the people. And there's pieces of dog poop all over the people. And then I look at the ceiling. And there's pieces of dog poop on the ceiling. And I was so embarrassed. They made me stick my leg out the window. And I just wanted to hide. We all have embarrassing moments in life. We all make mistakes. And sometimes those mistakes are so embarrassing and so painful. We feel we cannot tell anyone. We couldn't tell our best friend. Couldn't tell our husband or wife. Because of 
It's so embarrassing. And in this series, we're going to talk about embarrassing moments. It's like life gets dirty, right? We make mistakes. And we get mud on us. And everyone can see. I feel dirty. So I don't want people to see my mistakes, so I try to get it off. But no matter how much I try to remove the problem, I still got dirt on me. I can't get rid of my sin. This is why Jesus came to us. So that when we put our faith into him, he begins to take our sin for us. And he begins, we work with him and he washes away all this film. all the mistakes go on to him and we are clean again. Jesus knows what you did and he's ready and he wants to heal and clean us. But it takes a process. And my hope is that as a church, we can be people that can talk about real problems. We can talk about shame, abuse, addiction, bitterness, abortion. We can talk about the tough topics and find hope in Jesus. And that's what I believe God wants to do in this next few weeks. And you may think, oh, but only only important people don't have these problems. But even King David said this. Create in me a clean heart. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. My heart. Our heart. It needs cleaning. And this only can come from God. Because Jesus is our healer. Jesus didn't come to the world just to teach us positive ideas. He came to this world. God became a man for you and me to experience cleansing of our hearts. He wants to clean our past. How? By being in our present through the Holy Spirit. 
Maybe during worship you started to feel the Holy Spirit. This is God being our present. Why be in our present? To lead us to our future. Heal the past by being in the present to have our future. Without Jesus, we just have our past to be our future. But Jesus changes everything. And today we're going to talk about Jesus wants to set us free from shame. He wants us to be free from the shame that we are in. God does not want you or me to live our lives in shame. But I need to explain to you the difference between guilt and shame. Guilt is what I do is wrong. I made a mistake. I did something bad. Whoops. Whoops. I made a mistake. Shame takes the guilt and says, I believe I am wrong. It makes it into a person. Instead of, I did something bad, shame says, I am something bad. We should all have guilt when we make mistakes. If I offend you, I should feel some guilt. If you hurt someone, you should feel guilt. But you need to not let it go to I am. But instead, that what I did was wrong. I was talking to a counselor and they said this really interesting thing to me. They said, shame is the intense feeling or experience that you get from believing that you get from believing that you are flawed and therefore you are unworthy of being around people. Shame comes from your belief. This is why I ask, believe in Jesus. <laughs> Not in your shame. Believe in Jesus to find your freedom. 
to find freedom from shame, we need to be honest. Honest about our mistakes. And I want to take you on a journey through my life of mistakes. And this this was really hard for me to go through. But do I believe if I can walk through this with you? I want to believe that you'll walk through it with God. And when I share my life to you, don't feel bad for me. I'm not, I'm not a victim. I'm a child, I'm God's child on a journey. When I was three or four, I experienced my first uh, pornography. It's one of my first memories. And I knew it wasn't right. I knew it was wrong. And I started to do inappropriate things with my friends and family. And I felt so guilty. I felt like I was a pervert. I was a person that was wrong in my mind. And that I could never talk to anyone about it. I tried to tell myself it's not a big deal. Just ignore the ignore what you did. That's shame. Then in my uh, teenage years I started to do bad in school so I started cheating on tests but I was so bad at cheating they made me retake classes sometimes three times then I felt like a failure I can't be successful because I can't learn. But I didn't want to say I need help. So the shame I hid behind. I'm a pervert. I'm a, a person that thinks wrongly. I'm I can't learn. I'm a failure. Then I thought I will go to a Christian school. So, so I, I went to university to learn about God and grace. But I got kicked out of school. I was studying to be a pastor and I couldn't follow the rules and they kicked me out and I thought oh I will never share this to my church or anywhere else I felt like I could never be a leader
And then later on in life, I went through the most shameful thing I can experience. My first wife left me. I said I loved her and she said I don't love you back and I had to go to my friends and family and tell them I, I'm not loved anymore I feel all the shame I'm a child that has a bad thinking of sex I, I, I can't think straight about uh, I don't think appropriately I'm not smart I can't lead and I can't be loved maybe you felt something like this before and you feel like man I just gotta get away or I got to change and, and my shame pushes me instead of trying to cry or feel bad for myself shame pushes us to, to try to be perfect I'll be, I'll be perfectionist if I never fail again if I never make a mistake my shame pushes me to try to be perfect or my shame pushes me to be critical yeah? You felt that way? Oh, you're doing this wrong. Oh, you do this wrong. Because I know mistakes. I can fix this. Because I know mistakes. Or the worst one. It's self-defeating. I feel so much shame instead of experience failure again I just say it will never work I can't do that and for years I lived like this and then one day I realized the cure the cure is simple to say it's simple to say but it's not simple to do in your heart and the cure for shame is grace grace is the cure God's grace is the cure to shame. How do I know that? The Bible says this. His grace is sufficient for me. His power is made perfect in my weakness. I don't, I don't have to try to be perfect in, in fact I should just hey I'm not I, I do wrong things that's why God's perfect and his way is good 
Therefore I boast in my weakness. Why? So I can rest in his power. His grace turns shame to confidence. God's grace in my heart changed me from all my past into a person that can be here today begging you begging you to find his grace in your heart too. Your shame will not heal your shame. Your shame will not heal your shame. In America, there was a racism between black and white people. And there is a, a pastor named Martin Luther Jr. Oh, so Martin King Jr. And he would preach to people about their shame. And this is one of his famous quotes. Hate cannot remove hate. Or sorry, <laughs> darkness cannot remove darkness. Only light can do that. Only light can do that. And hate cannot remove hate. Only love can do that. And I say shame cannot remove shame. Only grace can do that. I want to say it again because maybe the microphone made it hard to hear. Shame cannot remove shame. Only grace can do that. And that's why we need to focus on Jesus. If we focus on ourselves, we become perfectionist. Critical. Judging others. We become judge. We become self-defeating. Every good idea that somebody says. We have five reasons it won't work. Because I'm trying to protect you. Because <laughs> I'm trying to protect you. <laughs> but God wants to take, when we focus on Jesus, we begin to allow him to wash away the shame. And we say, Jesus, I admit what I did was wrong. And I need you to wash away my, my shame in my life. I admit that I am now your child. You're the one that you love. And you turn my shame 
into confidence. And my life is new. God wants to wash away the shame in our lives. And I want to make time right now for us to do that. Because what I'm talking about is not like a behavior. Because shame is a belief about yourself. We have to change a belief inside of us. Because you can just say, okay, God forgive me. But you're just you might just be lying to even God. This change is something that you can only say from your heart. This is something between you and God. That you need to decide if you want to do it, get right with Him. Doesn't matter what country you're from. Doesn't matter if, if you are a pastor or a new Christian. Doesn't matter if you're a leader or a follower. Every class needs grace. Every human needs grace. The way we get this cleaning in our hearts is first, we need to admit it. We need to admit we made the mistake. So many times I want to just push it away and ignore it. Ah, it wasn't a big deal. Ah, so it's so small. But maybe it really affected you and someone else. And you need to take that to God. So first, admit it. God, I made a mistake. You know, if I fell on the ground, and I, then I say, oh, there's no problem. There's nothing wrong. I'm still standing. You're just lying to yourself. Solomon said this. Though a righteous man falls seven times, he gets back up. What makes him righteous? He fell. He made mistakes. Why is he righteous? Why is he righteous? Because he gets back up. Vulnerability is the beginning. Vulnerability. Being vulnerable is the beginning to grace. I made a mistake. I did something wrong. And I need to admit it. 
and I really understand it was wrong. Second is renounce the mistake, renounce it. Choose to say, that's not me. That was something I did. But it's not me. That's what I did. When Jesus died on the cross, he did this to take our sin and our shame. So that we don't have to have the pain in our heart anymore. That God would take away the mistakes and give us a new future that we can move forward towards. That's why I love what Paul says. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus. He's the author and perfecter of our faith. Now listen up. Enduring the cross to scorn the shame. Scorn the shame, to rebuke the shame. God is guiding us on a path towards heaven. And he sees your mistake and my mistake. And he says, it's not you. You can take your failure and put it on the cross. You admit your mistake. You renounce it's not me. And then you, then you declare truth. Declare, I am not that mistake because I am focusing on Jesus and what he is leading to me. I'm not trying to fix this on my own. I'm going to follow what God leads me to do. Which is why Paul says, I forget, what does he say? <laughs> oh, yes, he says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. The old is gone, the new is here. I declare. I am a new person following Jesus not myself and then the last thing we need to do is live it live it live it means every time you keep making mistakes because you will 
ហើយនាងទៅមកទៀតតាមព្រះសុគ្រីកសាយមានញូរក្រីអេឈឹងពីព្រោះខ្ញុំគឺជាបង្កាកាបង្កាដែរថ្មីអេនដីសីសវ